This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Uh, nicely done, Lewis. As we continue my UK music today, on my way to London this afternoon with my beautiful wife, Danielle and Gabriel, to see our daughter, Ava. She turns 19 on Friday, tomorrow night, Passover. This is Wings, Paul McCartney, and Jet. Bill O'Reilly is on this show every Thursday. He gets the biggest ratings of the week on a show that gets huge ratings, and he's kind enough being him out the next three days to uh, schedule change and join me on a Tuesday morning at this time. So listen, folks, whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights on WABC or his own website, BillOReilly.com, interviews, TV shows, columns, nobody better, or traveling the road, quite frankly, with President Trump. He's the best ever. He'll always be the best ever. He's my dear friend, Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. Hey, you know, I like Bo Deedle's imitation of Ralph Cramden uh, this morning. (laughs) Zoom. Um, <laughs> Bo got a little out of control. Is he? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's funny. He he he'll sit there and he's fine, and then it's like you remember Sam Kinison. He jumps into his body like the Rodney Dangerfield movie Back right. to School, and he goes nuts. He's very entertaining, but look, you know, he, he speaks for a lot of people. Sure, but, but where he where he has made my listeners angry is is he's not a Trump guy. See, I'm still on the Trump bandwagon. He's off of it. So while he understands what's happening today isn't right, he's still not really a Trump guy. Well, I don't know why you would hold that against him. I don't. Um, Donald Trump governed well, as we've discussed on this program many times. But he does create chaos, and some people object to that. So I always step back and say, okay, what is better for the entire country Well, certainly Trump's policies were dramatically better than Biden's. There's no – and anybody who doesn't know that doesn't want to know it. You know, people believe what they want to believe, even if it's insane. So that's that category. But there's no doubt that uh, Donald Trump, as a citizen and as president, you know, creates turmoil. And there are times when turmoil is not good in a country, and – People have to make that decision. So, I, I, you know, I understand yeah. why people yeah. might not support Donald Trump. No, me too. I, it doesn't bother me. Peter King's in the same boat. And by the way, creating turmoil, here's my friend, uh, Bill, of 43 years. I mean, since we're in the fourth grade, Joseph Takapina and I are best friends. And he's done everything right, Takapina, for weeks. He's on every single show. He went on with Ari Melber and Al Sharpton on MSNBC defending Donald Trump. And here we are, hours before the arraignment, and Trump brings in another attorney. 
Now, Takapina kind of brushed it off like, okay, whatever, but there's a lot of folks in the community saying, well, it's kind of disloyal to Takapina after what he's done the last couple of weeks. Any thoughts on trumping in an attorney the last second? No, because I don't know what the expertise of the new attorney is. So a lot of times there are various um, areas where uh, you have a team and that's what they specialize in. Well, so I, I can I, tell you this. This guy that came in, Todd Blanche, is a white-collar attorney. And what I read, at least, Bill, what impressed Donald Trump was he actually represented Paul Manafort and was able to get Manafort off on a bunch of white-collar charges. Yeah, and that's probably what it is. So Takapina will, will still be the lead attorney. But I don't know. I'm not in that world. I don't know what they're doing. You mentioned an interesting name, Al Sharpton. Um, so for decades, Al Sharpton has not paid his taxes. Everybody knows that. He's been fined. He still owes a colossal amount of money to the IRS. Uh, any other person would have been sanctioned uh, and brought in on federal charges, not him. So when you hear this, well, nobody's again above the law, that just drives me absolutely insane. Let me give you one stat, and I used this yesterday. I don't want to be repetitive, but this is this just nails it down for everybody who uh, would ever say uh, no one's above the law. In the George Floyd riots, there were more than 17,000 people arrested. You know how many went to jail? Five. Two. <laughs> I was close. Okay. So it's a joke, and it's it's insulting. Well, that's why I was so angry this morning with the mayor. I mean, you know, here I am. You know this. It's been in every newspaper for months that he and I have gotten close and we have dinners. All that is true. But for him to come out yesterday and start berating me, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greenpine, but people like me, and you better be careful and don't treat our streets like it's blah, blah, blah. Where the hell was that in the summer of 2020, Bill? Look. Adams, and again, I've said this before, I hate to be repetitive, but he's a product of the machine, all right? <laughs> he's the product of the Democratic machine. So whatever he says, I, I don't really react because I understand where this is coming from. What we need in New York is a real independent mayor. I mean, somebody who's not beholden to either side and, and who can come in and say, look, I'm going to represent the people of New York City. I agree. Now, as far as uh, Congresswoman Green is concerned, I mean, she should be warned that we don't want violence in New York City. Right? I think that's fair. Now, she's free to hold a demonstration and to voice her displeasure. Certainly, you and I are doing that in a much wider forum than she'll have. Right. But she should be told. Yeah, but but my, here's my issue. You, you say she should be told. Let yeah. me, let, let, you could put this money in the bank bill and start collecting interest right now. If Maxine Waters was holding something across the street or Chuck Schumer at a rally, you can bet your last dollar that Eric Adams would not be warning them to make sure there's no violence. That's my issue. If you're going to go after MTG, that's fine. Treat the Democrats the same way, and they don't do it. They don't do it. Well, that's because he's a product of the machine. That's my issue. And, and so that's where it all goes back to. We understand who they are. Now, again, I'm, I'm a person who wants the best for New York. I mean, I want the best for everybody. And if somebody disagrees with me about Trump, I'm willing to listen 
up to a certain extent. Um, and, you know, consider, all right, so you place uh, decorum above performance. Is that correct? Yes. That shuts them up, yes. by the way. Yes. If you're having a debate with somebody who hates Trump and then you look at them and you go, if it's Trump and Biden, you're going to vote for Biden, right? That's right, I'll vote for Biden. Okay. So you place decorum, the fact that Biden can't even speak and they don't want him to speak and they lock him in a cellar in a White House over performance. Is that what you're telling me? And then there's silence. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. From my debate partner, because you can't say, well, Biden's policies are better than Trump's. If you did, look, if you do that, then you have to go to an island somewhere <laughs> yeah. by yourself and kind of just wander the beach. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I tell you, though, uh, getting back to Trump for a second, his real supporters, I mean, the MTGs of the world, they're convinced there's nothing here. This is a witch hunt. It's political persecution. I'm kind of in that camp, too that Alvin Bragg is just reaching. But then I'm hearing from other Trump supporters who are not nearly as, I'll use the word, crazy, who are really concerned that maybe over the last couple of days, Bragg and the DA's office really did find something. Where does Bill O'Reilly stand? I don't know. Yeah, That's where O'Reilly stands. And I don't bloviate if I don't know. So we'll know. Uh, when Bragg holds the press conference at 3.15 this afternoon, you know, and I would assume that the reporters, at least a few of them, are going to ask questions that are that are hard questions, not just kisses butt. Um, and I'll be watching that thing really closely to see, to evaluate the reporters and the questioning. Bragg's not a glib man. I mean, he's not uh, someone who's articulate. He got elected because he was a machine guy backed by Soros money. And it's funny. Soros go, I don't even know, Bragg. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> it's, he got, yeah, yeah. got a half a million dollars from Color of Change, which, <laughs> which Soros funds. Yep, yep. And three days after Soros, after uh, Color of Change says, we're going to put a million dollars, okay, into getting these guys like uh, – Bragg elected, Soros writes a check for a million dollars. I mean, you, you don't have to be Elliot Ness to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. All right? Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know what is in the indictment. I do know that if it was anyone else, Bragg would not bring it. Right. Anybody else. I do else. know that. Right. right. This, is, this is strictly because he's Donald Trump and he's yes, a threat. That's, that's right. Yeah. So, again, the other back and forth is... This is going to make Trump stronger. That seems to be the consensus. But there are some that say, well, slow down, tough guy. You got you got this. You got the rape case, which he originally hired Joe Tacopino for, not this case. That comes up in about three weeks, that lady from Bergdorf Goodman from 27 years ago. You've got Georgia. You've got Mar-a-Lago. You've got January 6th. And he's still a human being. And you can only take so many bullets without eventually falling. That's true, and it's the uh, rules of radical Saul Alinsky keep the pressure on, okay? That if, if, and listeners uh, to sit in friends, 
um, should look up Saul Alinsky Rules of Radicals. And there's, a, there's an actual pamphlet that says, here's how you destroy your opposition. And one of them is, you keep the pressure on, you keep the pressure on. Short term, Trump gets helped by this. So he gets money for his campaign, and that helps him pay his lawyers um, and all of that, short term. And then he spikes in the polls, you've already done. But long term, we don't know. Now, I have been told by people who are, you know, fairly sophisticated that the federal government does not like this Bragg prosecution because it basically taints all prosecutions going forward. So nobody on the Trump side is going to believe any of this. They're just going to put it under the witch hunt category. And as you know, I just finished writing, it'll be on September, a book called Killing the Witches. Right. All right, which will really explain what a witch hunt is and how it works. But anyway, so you can't predict how this is going to play out no. Um, no. politically. Mm. And I think the biggest danger Trump has is the special prosecutor, Jack Smith, putting a conspiracy charge against him for January 6th, because that's an easy charge. Conspiracy could be anything. Right, right. All right, Georgia, they're going to have a problem, because I heard these two phone calls. They're not criminal to me. It's like the Ukraine stuff, which was total BS. Um, and uh, Bergdorf Goodman said, really? Um, I, you know. I mean, please. Sorry, I'm skeptical, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. You know, Trump could afford uh, a hotel. You know, you don't have to go to Bergdorf's. You don't, you don't have to do that. Oh, it's ridiculous. I know. It's all ridiculous. But I, thought, I know. Yeah, but DeSantis, when he got indicted last week, so DeSantis, I was giving him credit. I go, look, it took the governor of Florida two seconds. The governor of Florida, who, by the way, has been getting punched in the face by Trump for months. He's relentless. And it took DeSantis two seconds to say, let me say this. I am not going to get involved in extradition. I am not sending marshals to his house. Seemingly very, very uh, supportive of President Trump. Yet I've had people told me the last couple of days, not really. If you really watch him and listen, it was very tepid. What did you think? Well, he was on Long Island on Saturday. DeSantis, he just laid out, brag. I thought he was fine. <clears throat> DeSantis knows he can't win unless he gets MAGA voters, so of course he's going to do that. That's not sophisticated uh, political science. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe DeSantis is telling the truth. Maybe that's how he feels. I feel that way. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I mean, I'm not a person, if I felt that Donald Trump did committed a crime that had any impact on anybody, then I would change my opinion about this. Yeah. And then yeah. I might after the indictments unsealed. Well, so right now, right now we, we it's ridiculous. So. It, it's yeah. contrived. Contrived, yeah. All right, let's, let's spend the last couple of minutes talking about your trip here. Okay. Because I'm a little nervous now. Why? You're going to London, right? That's correct. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, you're meeting with Prince Charles? Is he, because uh, uh, Sid and friends, he's got to be one of your friends. <laughs> well, so you if, go, if, if he invites me to the coronation, he could be a friend. <laughs> yes, and, and Biden's not going to the coronation. And right away, the right-wingers came out and said, oh, no, no, no president has ever gone to a British king or queen's coronation. Is that true? Never. Ever. Wow. In the history of this country. And that's why you have me on, because I actually know the history of this country. <laughs> right. So are you going to, like, wander around Trafalgar Square yes. with the family? And, yes. And, yeah? Yeah. It's, it's a tourism thing? And... <laughs> There's actually a place we like. It's uh, it's called Sherlock Holmes. 
and it's a little bar pub restaurant right in Trafalgar Square. It's one of our favorite places. Yeah. So we'll spend some time there. But don't forget, we're actually spending less time in London and more time in Wales, which is about a two-hour train ride from London because that's where Ava goes to school, Cardiff. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. Oh, yes. so you're going to Wales. Yes. Now you got to get a big accent for Wales. <laughs> the most famous Welshman is Tom Jones. Can you do the little dance that Tom does? It's not unusual. Can she's you a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. Perfect. They're going to love you there. <laughs> They're going to love you. Do the Tom Jones thing on the train. Everybody go wild. I'm uh, I'm very excited about going. I really am. I miss my daughter, and it's a lovely country. And to be honest, being out of here the next couple of days is not a horrible idea. No, I mean, no, it's a nice break for Passover. Right. And, uh, um, you know, I don't know if you're going to have a lot of uh, company on Passover in Wales. So <laughs> I, I I don't know. You know. You know what's funny about that? Didn't, wait, didn't Moses part the North Sea? Yes, was, yes. No, no, it was the Red Sea. But all these European countries, yeah. uh, the cities, I should say, London, Paris, you know this, they all have a little enclave, a couple of yeah. blocks, which are like Orthodox Jewish people. It's like Borough Park. And they've got yeah. that in London. In, in, in London, it's Golders Green. There you go, Bill O'Reilly. I lived there for a year. Yes. I, I lived there for a year, and that's that's where uh, the Jewish people live. That's right. But in Cardiff, I think there's only six Jewish people. <laughs> well, make it nine tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, happy Easter. I love you for doing this today. I love you for everything, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you so much. All right, have a great trip, Sid. Thanks, Bill. Right. It's my man right there, the great Bill O'Reilly. I love that man. I love him. Bill O'Reilly. We'll come back, talk to Alan Dershowitz, and do more. Fourth and final hour coming up. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone But when I see you hanging about with anyone It's not unusual to see me cry